Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown and welcome to the In Good Company podcast where we cover the global grind for women's equality. We have a great, great show planned for you today and, you know, it's it's very timely. You know, no matter when you listen to the show, what we're going to talk about today will will touch your heart and really awaken you to the harsh realities of what's going on here in America. Um, You know, many of you know I am the president of the National Council of Women at the United Nations, and I really, that position has really changed my perspective on the global global space of humanity. And, you know, when when I assumed the position, I really looked at it that I can do a lot of good around the world for women's equality, gender equality, women's issues. And when I started when I when I started to peel back the the sheets or the the layers, I realized we have a lot of issues that we really need to address here in the United States. One of which is clean water. We all understand that there are children that unfortunately go hungry. So we've worked with Fresh Direct in the Bronx to to help women um, have access to uh, f- fresh fruits and vegetables. You know, here in the New York City area, bodegas are so prevalent in marginalized communities. Um, there's a lack of access to fresh fruits and green fruits and vegetables. And so that's that's definitely on the radar of so many Americans. Um, but But when we talk about the basics of water, and I've done I've done a very un, unofficial uh, focus group. I just ask a lot of people questions, and I talk about water. It is unconscionable in the hearts and minds of many Americans that there are people in this country that don't have access to clean water, and so now we're in the in the spirit of this this presidential election that is bombarding every news cycle, and it seems that the 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 real issues of our crumbling infrastructure and the situations that many Americans are facing are not as important as Hillary Clinton's emails or Donald Trump's comb over. So today we're really going to get into why Flint, the city of Flint, still needs clean water. And so I have a very, very special guest. Good morning, my love. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. And yourself? <laughs> I am so happy to have you with me today. I want I want you to introduce yourself. And while this is happening, I'm going to be on social media sharing your social media handle. So follow my stream. We're going to make this a really, really socially and digitally interactive show. So tell everybody who you are, introduce your project, and then I'm going to jump right into my my queries about why Flint still needs clean water. <laughs> You know what? Oh, you just went out. You sound like there's an echo. Okay, can you hear me now? Is that much better? better. Much better. Okay, great. So um, I just want to thank you for inviting me to the show. Um, It's just, um, it's interesting, uh, the points that you made. But my name is Sierra Scott. Um, I'm the founder of the BU Campaign. And uh, we um, actually how we even got to the the topic of clean water. Um, I listened to NPR uh, on a regular basis and around the time where the issue had launched about um, uh, what was happening in Flint, Michigan, 
it kept it kept rubbing me um and rubbing my heart touching my heart in so many ways and so uh in february we launched our first initiative to go out to flint and deliver goods supplies just necessary supplies they need because i'm not sure if everyone knows about what's happening in flint but basically they're having an issue with their water it's been tainted and um people are sick people are dying um due to lead poison uh contaminants, copper uh, poisoning because of a switch that was made from the the Great Lakes to the Flint River. Um, as many of you know about um, Flint, Michigan, uh, they were the home of GM, General Motors. So um, at that time, uh, when General Motors was actually, uh, you know, thriving in that community, um, a lot of the waste that came from the production of the cars and everything went into the Flint River. So a lot of the, uh, you know, um, all of the parts, just a lot of waste went into the water. So nonetheless, at that time, um, they Flint was still operating on the Great Lakes water. Um, but thereafter, and I would say around 2014, um, there was a switch that was made, and it was actually to, supposed to be to, to save uh, money, um, but it was a switch that was made from the Great Lakes to the Flint River. And that was done only in Flint, Michigan, um, where people actually had, instead of the Great Lakes water, they were being, um, they were consuming the water from the Flint River. Which again, mm. that I stated, a lot of um, the toxins from uh, the production of GM's cars, um, they were dead bodies, all kinds of things mm. in this water. Uh, but, you know, when they did the switch, they never treated the water so that, um, could actually be, you know, cleaned. So imagine that water running through pipes, mm. um, untreated water running through pipes. So eventually what happened was um, after about a year, the pipes began to corrode and uh, lead and copper began to leach into the water, uh, eventually getting um, people sick. And, um, you know, there are a lot of uh, diseases and illnesses that have happened because of that and death um, just in a short period of time. And now we're almost close to three years and the problem has not been cured. So, hmm. um, and, and it's right here in America. Um, but what happened in Flint, it actually opened up a can of worms to what's happening in all of America uh, because um, we're dealing with uh, a water issue across the United States. So, after that issue with Flint, there were um, claims that um, water or in schools in New Jersey and New York mm -hmm. and um, Louisiana and um, in Virginia, they were having the same types of issues. Mm -hmm. If we look at it, um, you know, this is an issue that's definitely not only in Flint, but it's across the nation. Um, but it was just brought to our attention uh, when the situ situation was highlighted in Flint. So it's, it's just um, incredible. So anyway, with our efforts, um, you know, we're just looking to provide support, build community, and um, and find solutions right now because um, right now, since, since that has happened in Flint, there's been a lot of divide. Um, there's been a lot of people that tried to help, uh, but they don't know who to trust. Um, things are slowly but surely decaying uh, in that community. Um, 
and just to give you some perspective on that community, about 40% of the people that live there are below the poverty line. Um, hmm. One in six homes uh, in that community are abandoned. Um, they're dealing with about, they have 100 police for 102,000 um, people that live there. And so, and, and then crime is um, about 10 times more than it is in New York City. And New York City has about 3 million plus or, you know, plus people compared to the 102,000 people. We have tons more police. So, I mean, they're dealing with so many issues. So we're looking to actually help to rebuild their community by uh, bringing necessary clean water, um, bringing other goods and supplies um, that they're needing. Because what they're finding is that instead of paying for their basic goods, they're paying for clean water, bottled water. Wow. And, um, which, so it's, which, is, which is further putting them, which is further draining their very, very limited funds. If you can exactly. talk, if you if you can please speak to, um, I wanted I wanted to really allow you to flush out what the nuances of what's going on in Flint for two reasons. Number one, you, this is what you live and breathe every single day. And number two, someone in my office, when I mentioned to them that we're going to be working with you um, at the National Council of Women, I was t- right out of her mouth. She's like, oh, I thought they, that, that everything was okay. I don't hear about it on the news. That to me is was like nails. Oh my gosh, it was like nails across a chalkboard, because that goes to show the influence of the media and how they have the ability to really control what happens and and the temperament of the resident of 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 America of the citizens of this country. And to your point, this is not oh, they happen to have dirty water. I believe that this was something that was systemically ignored and, 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 and disregarded because you spoke about how the factory was there, the factory closed. This is an infrastructure issue. One of the SDGs is uh, one of the Sustainable Development Goals speaks of infrastructure. And at the United Nations, we, you know, we're, we're all, all organizations affiliated with the U.N., are charged with working towards um, properly addressing the sustainable development goals. This one is, in particular, addresses sustainable development goal SDG number six, which is clean water and sanitation. But SDG number nine is industry, innovation, and infrastructure. And so without deviating too much from the issue that Flint residents don't have clean water, this goes back to the factory. This goes back to our crumbling infrastructure. This goes back, like this can be, there's root, there's a root cause of this. And it's not just, oops, we forgot to clean their water. This is, I believe this has been very systemic and there's more to come. Can you speak to that a little bit? Well, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. You say, so um, with this project, we've actually teamed up with, um, uh, one of the leading uh, water filter companies in the world, and I'm working directly with the CEO, uh, Mr. Kevin McGovern. And uh, many of you probably know of Mr. Kevin McGovern, and but in so many different um, arenas, he has been in water for about 30 years, and this is something that he's very passionate about. But one of the things that he said, um, because he's been, um, you know, in fact, he's working right now on some filtra- on the filtration systems for Washington D.C. And several projects around the nation and even the world. But he said that this is 
people think that this is um, a global or water is a global issue. But, in fact, we're dealing with issues around our own nation, you know, mm-hmm. in our own home um, because of the antiquated uh, water systems that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and it's just interesting that he spoke of it. Um, and this is someone that's been in water for 30 years. I'm only touching this, this situation um, mm-hmm. in my new, um, you know, in my new venture, but um, I'm definitely aware of, of the problem, and it's major. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, yeah, has it been hidden? Yeah, and now it's coming out slowly but surely, but um, it's good. And, and are people blinded by Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton? Yes, mm-hmm. they are. But I think – um, the fact that now uh, we're bringing light um, to this situation, again, is, is, is important. A lot of the people in Flint feel like they've been forgotten because the media has left their, um, their, their, their city, which is sad. Um, and so one of the things we want them to remember is that they're not forgotten. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, just because they're not in the media doesn't mean that the problem's uh, gone away. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. When you're poisoned with lead, Lead mm. lives in your system, and those those whatever it causes or whatever problems, excuse me, that it, it causes, they live with you, and um, a lot of them are irreversible. So mm-hmm. we're talking about depression, we're talking about seizures, we're talking about um, memory lapse, um, we're talking about um, uh, violent nature. Um, it's just a whole bunch of things that are associated with mm-hmm. uh, with 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 lead poisoning. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and people don't realize that, yeah, okay, um, they're not in the media, but it's still going on. In fact, um, the sixth case of uh, Legionnaire disease was just found, and they directly uh, connected uh, the water in, uh, with the skin rashes and lesions that are happening on, on the, the resident's uh, skin. You know, so well, you uh, – mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, this is is where, why this is such a critical issue. You know, let's take a look, let's digress really quickly and look at Social Security. So Social Security was founded that, you know, people work, they put their money in this account, in this big pool of money, and then when they retire, they will have benefits. Well, somewhere along the line, somebody tapped into that money. It was just too tempting to see all that money sitting there tapped into it. And so now we have a system where younger people are paying into social security. So older people can now draw, and I put that in quotes, draw on their social security. Well, what's happening is we don't have young people working in large measure so that now older people can draw their social security. And that's what's going to happen in this very scenario. Right now, we have people, residents in Flint, that will not be able to live successfully the American dream in 30, 40, 60, 70 years because the people who are, are contributing now are not contributing. They're taking away from their quality of life. The, oh, reason yeah. Americans, the reason Americans lived so well in the 90s, in my opinion, is because in the 40s and 50s and 60s, there was this economic push. And so yeah. we were able to live well. We had the dot-com bubble, but for the most part, people were spared. So now, just on a, on a national level, we don't have that same commitment level of people pouring in to the successful quality of life that residents should enjoy in 30, 40, 
and 50 years. And areas such as Flint are going to feel the most pain. Because they were negligent, whomever, the legislators, policymakers, the greedy politicians, whomever, because of the decisions that they made 10, 15, 20 years ago, it's starting to manifest now. And if we don't do what we're supposed to do now, it's going to be even worse in 15 or 20. When you're talking about Legionnaire's disease, that's unheard of in the United States. Right. This 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 is you. I talk to people. I'm new to this subject. So let me just state that for the record. I'm very new to, you know, I live in New Jersey and I know that the city of Newark had dirty water. Just they're, they're in schools. But even Section 8 housing, before you can move into an apartment with Section 8 housing, they test the paint for lead. Lead is a very, very serious issue. So how can we not, or how can we not as a, as a as a global body of citizens, not take this so seriously? And how dare the media withdraw this very important story from the purview of people? I, I just don't get it. I don't want to go yeah, on a well, tangent, but I swear I just don't get it. Well, you, you touched on so many things, and I kind of forgot a little bit of them because um, everyone is very important. That's okay. But, um, wow, you touched on so many. I mean, so talking about um, – Let's go back to where you talked about um, how it's really affecting, um, well, the community of Flint. Yeah. One of the things that we um, are doing with this project, Clean Water for Flint, um, is to actually help to boost the uh, morale of the people there, but also look to um, help them, give them support, and lead them in the right direction. Um, And when I say that, I'm talking about bringing in – professionals to talk about how to rebuild their community. How do you actually go about change? How do you actually look to get jobs or look to um, be self-employed or build value back into your community? Because right now, some of the homes are worth about $1,000. And if you think about this day and time, $1,000 goes by sometimes in a day or even, I mean, depending on who you are, in a week. So if you've worked so hard for so many years to develop or raise money for your home and, and, you know, and just invest in your home and your home is not only worth $1,000, you feel lost. And Mm -hmm. on top of that, you've got lead issues that are making, that that are are really weakening your memory um, and and messing with your whole, like with everything, your, your, just your whole being. Um, we're working directly with the family, um, and I'm working um, a lot with the mom. And um, because of this, she's um, because of this and other issues that she has um, with her health, she has now only been given five years to live. Um, wow! Truly messing with her, um, with her memory, with her, um, with just her everyday living, and it's sad. But she's actually still pushing for her community to help. And, and make sure that um, the Flint residents are not forgotten and that there's um, some solutions that are brought um, to the table because they're dealing with not only the water, but because of the water, they're dealing with garbage issues. How are they going to dispose of their garbage? You know, they're dealing with tax revenue issues. They're dealing with, I mean, it's just endless. And for mm. people that are impoverished, and that are going through water, could you imagine not being able to take a shower in almost two years or almost three years? Oh, my God. No. shower? 
I mean, could you imagine that instead of using the water, the tap water, you have to drink bottled water, you have to cook with bottled water? I mean, the kids mm. can't even go out and play outside. It's summer right now. They can't play outside in the water because it's brown mm. and it's deadly. The kids are fearful of the water. Water is a basic humanity right and mm-hmm. clean water at that. And these kids can't even, they can't even, you know, and people can't even, um, you know, use their water. But then on top of that, the other thing is that they're being charged for the water bill anyway. Despite what? the fact that they can't even use it. Oh yes, I mean one of one of the one of the, the some of the feedback that we got from a lot of residents that they're fighting high water bills, but they don't even use the water. So they're still being charged for water. Oh yeah, they're still being charged for water. So oh, I mean, insane. so you know, and this has been for almost three years. So it happened in April 2014. So yeah, almost three years. And, uh, wow. yeah, I mean, I just can't imagine, um, you know, having to go through this. And this is right here in America. We talk about, you know, when, when I think of water and a lot of, um, a lot of the foundations that I think about is charity water and water. And charity water focuses on, a lot of their focus is on uh, global issues, which I think are very important. Because, in fact, this is um, what we're, we're actually reaching out to a lot of um, people globally um, mm-hmm. but, but also understanding that this is a nationwide issue that we're dealing with right here in America. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and people don't understand that and they're caught up on social media and everything else, but the real deal. Right. We need to wake up and stop being blinded because, um, what we're drinking, what we're consuming in our bodies affecting us. And if you look at, um, in, in fact, water, um, uh, and the water that we're dealing with, is is the main reason for a lot of diseases that are happening, including cancer, including diabetes. Um, and so we have to be aware and we have to be smart about um, our choices with water. So it's, can we talk a little bit about the event that's happening um, in Flint? Talk to, talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. So um, it's called Clean Water for Flint. Um, it's a back-to-school end of summer event that um, – uh, looks to uh, bring clean water to the people, uh, but also bring them support uh, with supplies. Uh, we're bringing in school uniforms. We're bringing in uh, baby wipes, um, you know, sanitizer, uh, disposable diapers, um, some sneakers. And we've got about 14 organizations so far that have pitched in to help, including FILA, including uh, the National Council of Women uh, of the United States, including... Uh, <laughs> including uh, Read for Hope, um, which right now we're in talks with them um, with, with, with getting, um, with actually housing uh, the entire community of Flint with, with, mm-hmm. with water centers from WaterCura. Um, we've got veterans of now, they're out of Flint and they focus on veteran issues. Um, Piece of the Rock Foundation. Uh, I mean, there are tons. Uh, pa- uh, pastry actually just donated some sneakers. Um, but we're just looking to boost them morale because right now they're at a low point. People right. are down and out. They're sick. They're tired of people coming. Because a lot of um, people um, that have been coming into support have been taking advantage of the situation. And so they don't know who to trust. So that's the other right. thing behind it. So we've gotten all these people that come in, and, you know, a lot of celebrities have come in, including uh, Russell, Russell Simmons and even Beyonce. Um, but you know what? They're actually even numb to that. 
could, they could actually care less because really their health is in jeopardy and they're fighting right. for just water. So, I mean, yeah, we, you can have all of these people come in, but what are your intentions? And so with our, right. our intentions for this, this event, it's to really, you know, touch and, and help these people, number one, but touch a nerve and let them know that, you know what, you're not forgotten, but also you can do something about this situation. Uh, but you have to be smart in the way you do it because a lot of them, they were looking to fight their, their, their community leaders and they were looking because of the, they're just sick and tired. But, you know, mm-hmm. having um, someone like yourself come in and talk about advocacy and how you actually go about making change and actually look to do it positively and effectively and efficiently um, is important. Um, having mm-hmm. someone come in and, uh, uh, and teach them about financial, um, you know, the financial coach, mm-hmm. coach come in to talk about uh, the finances and how do you actually rebuild from a low point like this. Um, mm-hmm, and having mm-hmm. to talk about entrepreneurship and that, you know what, um, there are other options besides working for someone else because a lot of the problems that they also have is that there are barely jobs there. So when you think about um, Flint, Michigan, and I, I actually found out recently that Magic Johnson was from uh, Flint, Michigan. I didn't know oh, that. Wow. Uh, um, and then um, there are a couple other, even Clarissa uh, Shields, she's one of the, you know, she just won the, uh, the boxing, mm-hmm. um, the two uh, gold medals, but there are a lot of people, a lot, and that's the other thing, there are a lot of um, superior leaders that come out of Flint, but because, and we don't know where our next leader or president or whatever is going to come from, but because they have been um, poisoned, if you will, um, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. Don't, a lot of them can't really be that person that they were supposed to be because they are dealing with lead poisoning, and again, lead poisoning is um, it causes irreversible uh, effects. So um, yeah, it's just so many things that they're dealing with. But um, yeah, our event will will help them and support them. And you know, um, and we're also going to be bringing in a muralist to uh, to actually develop a mural of hope, so that they can remember oh, wow. that they're not um, so that they can remember that um, you know to to keep pushing, um, and so they can remember that it's going to take a collaborative effort to actually make change, make effective change, because they're right now in cahoots with each other. Uh, well, not in cahoots, I'm sorry. They're in divide with each other. So um, you've got little small um, groups of people working separately towards change. Right. Instead, um, it's going to be more effective for them to team together as a collective and actually work towards this mission. I didn't mention, yeah. but Brooklyn Ventures and MDA, MDE, um, MDE uh, Global Consulting, um, they're key members of uh, the Water Collective, and um, they're as far as Seattle, New York. I mean, these are people that are joining hands across the nation to make change for Flint residents. Um, and so we're very excited, and even in California, we're very excited about the team of people that are working with us. Well, we're going to be there. The National Council of Women is going to be there along with a host of other people. And I encourage everyone to please support. They have a GoFundMe. Please share the GoFundMe link. And this is all going to be available on um, on the, the podcast uh, website, ingoodcompany.pink. Um, so we're going to make sure that you're fully aware of who's involved, keep you updated. Um, and then we're also going to post the link to the GoFundMe campaign. So can you share the GoFundMe link? Sure, it's um it's www.gofundme.com backslash clean water the number four F 
So that's uh, www.gofundme.com backslash king, uh, clean water for the number four F. So um, very simple, but I just want to talk about that. That The money that we're raising for that is going to go towards the water filters, necessary water filters that these people need, that working water filters that have been tested to actually take out four times as much water, uh, lead in their water. Um, and um, we're working with Water Cure to do that. And even a, a lot of the supplies, but mainly those water filters, because it's going to actually help to reduce the, the waste issue that they're having in Flint uh, with the bottles. So, yeah, if you can support that, that would be phenomenal. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we've reached the end of the podcast. I can't believe the time went so quickly. Um, please just, you know, let people know how they can find you online on social media. And you can follow um, me on social media at Cy Brown. You can follow the National Council of Women. And we're going to be tweeting and posting and sharing up until the event September 10th and after, because we can't just, just because the media, the mass media is not talking about this, we will be. So let everybody know how they can stay in touch with you. Sure. It's um, at the B-E-Y-O-U campaign. That's C-A-M-P-A-I-G-N at the B-U campaign. That's on Instagram on Facebook. Um, and also uh, on Twitter, it's at B-U move. It's B-E-Y-O-U move. So, um, yeah, I would love to, uh, your support. I would love you guys to tune into what we're doing because um, we're touching some issues that not many people are talking about. And um, we've got a lot of supporters, and uh, now we just need to raise the funding that we need to actually um, make this event happen. You know, the water filters are key for the people of Flint. This is awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Always remember Thank that you should pass me. through this world but once, any good, therefore, that you can do or any kindness that you can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you all so much for listening. And please, please, please support this. Americans, women, children, and family need your support. Thanks, guys, for listening, and I'll see you soon. Bye.